through the wall of her apartment and almost hit the hit this family that was on the other side of the wall, her mother, her husband, and her child. And also to add to this, <clears throat> there are two officers in Louisville, Kentucky, who have been shot right now. I don't know those two officers who did get shot. I don't know their families. I don't know their kids. So I'm going to say to those two officers who did just get shot in Louisville, Kentucky right now, I'm going to say my condolences to them, my love for them. Because I don't, I don't know if they're solely, if they have anything to do or, or at all responsible for the shit that I'm about to rant and say I have an issue with. You guys ever heard of the Red Summer? Anybody here ever, anybody who's listening to me right getting right now, have you guys ever heard the story of the Red Summer in, in, um, in, in the United States? Anybody ever heard of that? It's a very interesting story. This was 1919. I want to say it was 1920 because when my, my grandmother told me about it, she was born 1921. So right after most of the soldiers that came back from World War I, there was an issue with the workforce in America because... While they did allow black soldiers it to fight in the war at the time, there were a lot who did stay. And because there were a lot of factories across the country that had lost a lot of their workers because they had went back to went to fight in wars, they had a, they hired a lot of black people because they was just there. So at the time, there was a lot of tension in the country at the time because you had all these men who had, you know, to play devil's advocate, have been in the war fighting, defending their country, bleeding, watching their brothers and cousins die alongside them, only to come back from home and see a bunch of niggers working jobs that they had had. And now they have no way to pay pay rent. Now they have no way to provide for their family. So across the country, you just saw a, 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 a plethora of riots and massacres just take place in black, predominantly black cities and black neighborhoods, coming from people who are white, coming people from the Ku Klux Klan. This is when you have the Tulsa massacre. This is when you have the Ter the Perrytown, Florida massacre. There's another town in Florida this name is, that the name escapes me. It's a very interesting story. So, in one of these cities, there's a beautiful city in Illinois called Chicago. You might be familiar with it. In Chicago, you know, this was back when they had the white section, the black section, the black bathroom, the white black bathroom, just all that weird shit back then. There was a situation where at a swimming pool or a lake, they had a black section and a white section. There was a young boy named Eugene, a black kid, 17 years old. He, they say in the story he drifted off, but you know how kids are. He might have just been like, say, fuck it, I'm going to go over it. I don't care. So he went from the black section of the pool to the white section of the pool. There happened to be some people who were watching him on the who were watching him on the shore, and they said, "Well, what the fuck is this nigger doing in the pool?" So they just started throwing rocks at him. And every time he tried to come back to the shore, they just kept throwing rocks and kept throwing rocks and throw, kept throwing rocks and kept throwing rocks. He ended up drowning because they stoned him to death in the water. The actual person did the diagnosis said that that's because you don't I don't even know why you would need a diagnosis for that, but the person the coroner diagnosed him said that's what he died from, just from that. When this had happened, this was in the midst of a riot that was taking place in Chicago from said upset people who were coming back from the war, from upset groups of white people who were in Chicago. And when that boy got killed, Eugene got killed, that was when the black community in Chicago just went into an uproar and 
A few of them went to the police department in Chicago and said this boy was literally stoned to death while he was swimming. What are you guys going to do about it? Chicago Police Department said we ain't doing shit. We're just going to chill. We're just going to chill. So that's an interesting situation because that was one of the many, but this is one of the stories that's never told because they like to paint black people as victims in these movies and shows. That was one of the few times in history when you saw black people militarize in the city and say, okay, well, fuck it. Now we're going to war. That was one of the few times in history where you saw, okay, we're not just going to take being lynched and stuff like that. Now we're going to fight back. So that year, I want to say it was 1920, just going off what my grandmother told me, but that year you saw just mobs of black people and mobs of white people fighting in the streets all the time, fighting, fighting, fighting. Finally, I want to say it was the... Uh, Either it was the National Guard or the army that was sent to finally protect the city and patrol the black neighborhoods because it got to a point where it's like, okay, now the whole fucking city's in, in terror. As far as I'm to understand, I think it was 40 black people that were killed that 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 week and 20, 29 or 32 white people that were killed that week. All because there was a boy who was slain unjustly and said justice was not carried out to press charges against the person who, or even investigation. My issue with the Breonna Taylor case, and I am way more furious than I'm letting off right now. I'm trying to be calm about it because my whole goal is always try to be respectful and include facts. The fact that you said the next door neighbor's life is valued more because bullets almost hit her and her husband and her son, which is true, more than the person the bullets actually hit is insane to me. The fact that it took four to, f this happened in March. It took, we're almost in October. It took literally six months for you to even get to a point where you are going to charge this person properly. It says a lot to me about the Louisville Police Department. And keep in mind, when we are having this conversation, we are not talking about police across the country because there are some good cops out there. There are some great cops out there who are effective in their community, who are effective relating with black people, black, white, or Mexican, whatever, whatnot. I've met a lot of them, some great cops out there. I can't say the same about who, about the cop who's over, who's heading the Louisville Police Department. And that brings back to what I said about those two cops that got killed earlier today. And who didn't get killed, got shot earlier today. I don't know. I can't blame them because at the end of the day, they're just doing their job. There's something about humans. There's something about humans naturally where if somebody in charge says this is what we doing, then that's what the fuck we doing. Those cops probably knew like I knew that it's fucked up that a woman, a health service worker got slain in her own home because you guys were looking for somebody. And to play devil's guy, let's add the details so I don't sound like I'm ready. The whole reason they went to that address was because a man who she used to talk to was selling drugs. The boyfriend who shot the cops, that was not the man who was selling drugs. That was her new boyfriend. Her ex-boyfriend, she did like any woman should have did in the damn first place and just stopped fucking with this man and he just went on his way. But they were suspecting him of sending packages from her as her address for receiving packages of drugs. They said this was clear this was verified by the US post office in Louisville. The U.S. Post Office in Louisville responded and said, we never verified that with the Louisville Police Department. They only asked us to track the packages, track packages coming in and coming out of that address. And 
We didn't get any. No. So I don't know what they're talking about. We didn't say we didn't verify that there were package addresses coming out of that address. Now, here comes the argument of people saying, OK, yeah, they were in plain clothes. Yeah, they were in plain clothes, but they did have a warrant and they did announce who they were before they knocked in. OK. I don't know how many people in this life have ever lived in the hood before. I don't know how many people in this in the, who are listening to me right now have ever lived somewhere where you've had your house broken into. But I can tell you, I'm up to you like this. The cops have came to my door a few times when I've had parties, when, I, when my mother's through a birthday party, whatever, whatnot. Not once have the cops came and kicked down the damn door. If you come to my door and say you the cops and you kick down the door, we're past the point where we are. We are so past the point. You have to understand. We are past the we are past the point of just you saying, OK, you're the cops. Now I'm scared for my life, especially me being a black person. I'm triple scared for my life. And one thing this goes back to why her boyfriend, uh, Kenneth, was a registered gun owner. He was a registered gun owner. He had a license for that gun that he had. When you go down south, and this is with black people or white people, most people who are listening to me right now are from California, so they don't understand. When you go down to when you go down south to black people from Kentucky, Georgia, and Alabama, they are not a scared people. You can't bust into a white or black person's house from down south. I don't care who the fuck you are and think you're not gonna get shot. The same the same attitude of, hey, what the heck is going on? That same attitude, that same rebellious spirit that you would see in a black man from the South is the same that you would see in a white person in the South, which is why in Ahmaud Arbery shooting, even though they were not officers at all, they felt in their right to do a citizen's arrest and run up on the span with guns. It's the same thing. So even that, even if, even if you go that route, you still killed me in my own home and I had nothing to do with what you're looking for. I keep telling people this all the time. I can't kill some. I we can't do that in real life. If I was walking in front, if I was walking in front of the family dollar right now and God forbid somebody had some kind of issue with me. I don't know what I did. I might have stole his bag of Cheetos when I was 17. He pull up at Gall High School, run across the street and start shooting at me. I happen to have a gun on me. I shoot back. I, I mess up and hit one of the kids that's coming out of the school. They can't say what well, I can't say. Well, I was in defense of my life. I was in defense of my life. I, I had to do it. I'm sorry. I had to, I had to shoot him. It's, I didn't mean to shoot her, but I wasn't trying to shoot her. I am positive that all three of these officers did not burst. I'm, I am positive that all three of these officers did not burst into this woman's house with the intent to kill this woman. I promise you, I'm 3,000% uh, sure they didn't. I promise you, none of them woke up this morning and said, let's go shoot Brown and Taylor. But regardless, you know what? They did. It becomes a conversation of how much do we value human life? Now, am I surprised by the verdict? No, I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked at all. If they took this long to indict and to indict one officer, I'm not surprised. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Michael, my, hey, I'm a hey, shout out to the, the, the chief of police in the Louisville Police Department, because he clearly was like, I don't I'm not letting my officers go. And it gets to a conversation of how corrupt is that organized? How corrupt is that specific organization? Once again, we are having a conversation about not all cops, not all cops, that specific department. The Louisville Police Department. How corrupt are they that this this happened in March? This happened in March. 
You have to really think about it. this. Happened in March. I'm gonna keep saying that thing. This happened in March. It's the same thing with the Ahmad Arbery shooting. The Ahmad Arbery shooting happened either in February and I don't even get into a conversation about the list day on this. So going from there, we have a converse we can have a conversation about the current climate in Louisville. The current climate in Louisville is interesting because there's going to be riots, there's going to be protests, there's going to be people rebelling, and I'm going to be honest with you, it's hard, I don't have any sympathy for the police department in Louisville right now. I do not. I can't lie to you, I feel sorry for those men who are following behind that, who felt that they were just doing their job, but I can't. I feel sorry for those two men who got shot, but I'm sorry. In situations like this, you know, with that whole George Floyd thing, with that whole George Floyd thing, the thing that scares me the most about the George Floyd situation is that those three officers killed George George Floyd and then went back home that same day and the night after. These three people who just killed somebody in broad daylight, and I'm going to say the same thing. We can't do that. You and me can't do that. I can't shoot somebody next door regardless of what regardless of what I thought the situation is. I can't shoot somebody next door. I can't shoot somebody next door and then go back home and go to sleep. I can't do that. So that just is that whole that just whole thing messes me up. Um It's clearly not gonna be no justice for Breonna Taylor. Just gonna be real. Just it is what it is. And there are some people who think the justice that was given right now was well justice served, but you know, hey. My personal thing for me, and this is how I'll close up close out the conversation, is like kill me in my own home I'm a health service worker to kill me in my own home I'm already doing a job where I'm putting my life on the line dealing with these people at the cusp of when the, when the virus is, the pandemic is about to hit that is just cold man her situation hurts me so much because just from a black person's perspective you know I've, I've, I've never been to jail I have no felonies I have no crimes nothing I do I've always been a pretty good human being I always stayed out of trouble growing up this situation scares me because in her in her I see a me. In her I see a woman who's done what our mothers and parents have told us to do. You got to be good. You can't be like the rest of us. You can't go out and do commit crime. You can't go out and do this. You can't go out and hang out with this. She did fuck up by dating that nigga who was selling drugs, but we all make mistakes. <laughs> but with that being said, you can't do this. You can't do that. You have to be good. You got to get a good, respectable job. You got to do this. You got to do that so people respect you because if you you can't be seen as ghetto, you can't be seen as this, you can't be seen as that. And to do all of that and still be cute in your own home is scary to me, man. It's scary to me. You know, I see, I, in her, I see in me, a person who's lived this life along the law, doing what I can, doing what I need to do, doing what I need to do, trying to be respectful, trying to follow the law, et cetera, et cetera. And look what happens. So my respect, my condolences to her, to those two officers who were shot in Louisville. I'm going to say my, my love and go, my heart goes out to their families as well. Um, and that's just how I feel right now. I mean, I don't honestly, to sum it up, fuck the Louisville Police Department. And that's how I feel. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, this is just an opinion. And you guys have a good one.